got me at, at your, your game. game. It will not bring, bring me shame with your words, but your, your actions speak louder than words, and they're only words unless they're true. Your actions. <laughs> this is Mark. This is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. <laughs> Album 6, track 9. Words. like just wait till we get to words just wait till we get to words um (laughs) i love this song this is one of my favorite 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 tracks on the record top five top five of the record not of of all time calm down (laughs) and another song that i tell people like you really missed out if you didn't listen to words um i think it's so so brilliant oh a hundred percent agree one of her best lyrics she's ever done um the music is so um unconventional and weird and doesn't seem to at first listen if your first few passes have a, a, a hook and then all of a sudden it's in your brain for the rest of your life yeah it's a really interesting mix of things I mean first I think it starts out and it has that sort of ethereal beginning yeah and then like the beat kicks in and that also that sample which I don't know what it is that yeah right yeah. and then the bass line which is so good. Mm. And it just sort of, it's that the bottom of the song that just holds the song, like pushes the song forward over and over again. And then there's very, then the rest of the sound is very spare. I mean, there's since, I mean, there's a lot of sound, but like when we're hearing her voice come in, it almost sounds like there's only just her and the bass. And there's just like a chord here to let us know, to ground us a little Ding, bit. Yeah, it goes. Um, and, and this is a song that has a lot of drafts. The rain tapes have yes. a ton of versions of this and it was called action speak louder than words. There was a whole other melody to it. Yeah. And there was a huge production to it. Like so many of the songs on this record, I feel like this was one of the songs that when they sat down to mix the album, Madonna, this was one where she wasn't happy with how they had mixed it. Yeah. Because it felt, it, it, it's more symphonic in yes. the drafts. Yeah. I mean, I think that 
yeah, it's it it sounds you can hear the melody clearer too. She sings a more conventional melody over yeah. it, which I think is is doesn't make it as powerful. Yeah, I agree. This song has two bridges, and I think the first bridge, which is one of the greatest bridges of all time of all Madonna songs. All Madonna. This. Oh my gosh. This. The bridges to words. Oh, someone the, needs to write a. If you've written a term paper about the bridges to words, please DM us because <laughs> I want to read that term paper. Yeah, because well, and that first bridge is really sweet, oh. and really full. so nice after we've had this sort of spare kind of darker landscape to just have this moment where and we the bass stop. drops the yes. bass drops out and that's them um, and I, I I wanted to go back to just mention the bass I think the bass on erotica the whole album it's it's a cohesive thing because the bass is this almost on all of the songs it is a hip-hop bass yeah line. yeah and that kind of holds all of the songs together in this really weird way because this feels like a sister song to waiting and to thief of hearts and to why is it so hard that's coming up yeah like, like they're all connected in this really interesting way and it's almost like the bass just kind of goes through the record and she's kind of like a jazz singer going on all these tangents with it. Oh, I love that. She's, oh, yeah, this song. Yeah. Let's talk about the lyrics to those bridges. Yes, yes. So, um, friends, they tried to warn me about you. He has good manners. He's so romantic, but he'll only make you blue. How can I explain to them? How could they know? I'm in love with your words. Your words? In case, your words. In case you didn't. Oh. I mean, it's just, and this is a time, and this is when I wanted to talk about, you know, because um, our listener and friend, Jennifer French Dravillis, she mentioned to us about uh, Madonna's uh, letters to Amanda Cazalet, who was the model and actress who Madonna kisses in the Justify My Love video. And she, um, I believe, there was rumors that Amanda had to get a season, like a, a, a restraining order against Madonna because Madonna was like stalking her, <laughs> which I'm, I, you know, okay, why not? But um, the letters that she wrote to Amanda went up on the auction block for $15,000 to start um, when, when she was selling them. And did she sell them? I don't remember. I don't know what, how, how that ended. I don't know if someone bought them and then returned them kind of like the Salinger thing. Mm. Cause I remember when JD Salinger's letters were put up for auction, um, uh, by Joyce Maynard, uh, whoever bought them, gave them back to Salinger. Mm, mm. Um, but I love this idea that Madonna, is writing love letters and faxing them to people. She's oh, yeah. actually writing down her emotions and sending these things. And there's something very, 
Edith Wharton and very, very Madonna of this time. Yeah. Well, this is a great famous thing about Madonna, though. She writes letters a lot. Yeah. Like she writes letters for jobs. Like when we hear about Evita, she wrote Alan Parker a letter. Yeah. Right. Saying why she should be in this movie. She didn't send, you know, she could have done it in a whole bunch of other ways, but she wrote a letter. There's something about a letter to her that she knows is like the most personal thing. And and it's interesting that many of the um, collaborations she does in the aughts are writing books. It's the books, the children's mm-hmm. books. It's forwards to photographers that she loves. She'll write the foreword. She's actually a really and she a, writes eulogies. She writes eulogies and she writes them because she yes. brings the papers up and she speaks. You know, when her Brits died, she you yeah. know she did a she had a eulogy and. Um, uh, th- there are all these kinds of things where she really is a literary person and Madonna reads a ton of books and nobody ever really acknowledges that or really talks about it. But Madonna really, I think early in her career, she asked for like a reading list for people because she realized at dinner parties that she didn't have a lot to say. And so then she started reading a ton and she's always reading books and um, and I wish I wish she shared more about that side of her life. Yeah, I think people don't ask her as much about it, but I, she's always reading and she's a lifelong learner. So she's continually interested in what people are saying, what they're doing, what the views are. But she loves literature. Yeah, she loves words. You know, it's and it, and it's very telling that when Madonna goes on tour and when Madonna checks into hotels, she's always a literary character. Her yeah. her her not her pseudonym is always someone literary. Right up until this point, it was always Dita Parlo, and then she had no. to sort of stop that Boom. after. Then right. it was Hazimoto from the Memoirs of a Geisha book. Oh my God, yeah. Um, she, and and I love even, that. I love that she and and you know her her recent film projects she's trying to get made. A lot of them are a books based on books options. One is um, an Andrew Sean Greer novel that that she loves, and I think there's something really profound and interesting about that. Much like Bette Midler, Bette Midler is also somebody who's a legendary reader. She mm. reads a ton of books, and and nobody really at, like I, I so many people you know, do those, those things in the times where it's like, what are you reading? And I'd love to know what Madonna's reading. Yeah. That would be pretty interesting. I mean, we know for sure she also loves James Baldwin and, you know, she quotes him all the time. Yeah. um, But she's also, she's just a voracious learner. Like I said, like she loves visual art. She loves film. She Mm -hmm. loves music of all kinds, like, and fashion of course, but like, yeah, she's really, you know, it makes me think of, um, the Almodovar movie Pain and Glory. I don't know. Did you see Yo, that? Oh, I loved it. So, you know, there's I that time it. where the the Antonio Banderas character who's sort of Pedro Almodovar, Almodovar um, is like, um, you know, I didn't go to college, you know, but I learned through making my work, right? Yeah. I learned about all these countries because I traveled to all these places. I learned about this because I did a film about this. And that's how I feel like if she were to talk about her education, like, you know, she, we always hear these stories. She was a straight A student in high school. She went to school college on a scholarship she's super smart we all know this and part of it is that she's just voracious like she just loves she's discovering wherever she goes you know and i think that there's something very restless about her and that kind of attitude about learning that the song captures because the song is a very restless song in a different way than waiting is yeah totally and it has this kind of 
um, poignancy to it that that really I think she's following the words and what what she, what she's reading from her lover as a way of trying to decode it and it's not working. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think she's also saying like your words are your greatest power and you've used them to hurt me. Mm. You think you're so smart. You think you're so shrewd. You know, you, you try to bring me low. You try to gain control with your words. Right. But your actions speak louder than words. So I know that whatever you're saying isn't what you're doing. What you're doing is hurting me, but you're trying to say it in another way. And I'm a sucker for that because I love words so much, you know? Yeah. And it's it's less about you. It's what you're right. What you're saying is what is really. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's also like me. you try to you think you're so smart. You try to manipulate me. You try to humiliate me with your words. Ugh. You think you're so chic. You write me beautiful letters. Oh, and I love that part. You think you're <laughs> so chic. chic. Um, yeah. but, but what I would say is about this song is the last minute. So the song is kind of wrapping up and we're here at the end. And it's like four and four minutes, four and a half minutes long at this point. Yeah. And then we go into the next minute and yes. maybe 10 seconds. And this is what makes th- that minute and a half is what makes this the best Madonna album of all time. Whoa. Is this minute and a half. The fact that she goes into this definition and and the hauntingness of your words, I've grown tired of your word, you know, that haunting kind of mantra that's backing up this, yeah. this speaking of a linguistic form of communication spoken in isolation. I mean, it is, it is, it, it, it blew my mind. I fell out of my chair. It's fantastic. And then, you know, I think she elevates this on the next album with Let's Get Unconscious, Baby. Words are useless, especially sentences. Ugh. They don't stand for anything, Mark. <laughs> they do in this album, though, in this they song. Do. They do. This is actually her using words to the grade. This, to me, I always think of like, oh, if if she were, if I don't know if this is a true story, meaning yeah. was she in love with the writer or someone who uses their words really well? You know, someone who's using words as part of their power but i was like oh is this it feels to me like a like hemingway or um uh great gatsby um you know what i mean like it feels like yeah Yeah. and to me like in a way like i always think of madonna like F, f scott fitzgerald because she's sort of the one who you wouldn't say is the genius but then like suddenly created such beautiful work that was about a specific world you know yeah and to me like this reminds me of that for some reason or it feels as classic as that to try to talk about the way you know what is language what are words like how do we use words people who can use their words get ahead in the world you know well, um, yeah, and people who are well spoken and can can communicate complicated thoughts and ideas succinctly and, and, and in a moment it's kind of what 
um, I don't like about uh, social media and Twitter. I, I just I, I've never been able to get into Twitter because I can't think in that limited number of characters. I'm not good at expressing myself in like a sentence. It's it's too yeah. It's yeah. it 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 dumbs it down in this way, and I think, you know, th- this album is so much about stretching time out, and these songs are all long and they're extended, and Madonna is allowing her thoughts, as complicated as random as childish as they are, to just lay out in the song, and she's not trying to edit them or shoehorn them down into these like pop structures that are going to be three and a half to four minutes. Yeah. And this is a great example of that song because anybody else would have cut the song at the end of the four and a half minutes and she takes it and gives it that last minute because that song's never going to be played on the radio like that. It's never going to be done in this way. And, and it's also, I think it's Dita taking she's the secretary in the song oh, she's taking the, uh, she's like i have some notes for you madonna a linguistic form of communication oh okay. i love it i love yeah. it well madonna's like can you give me a definition of word of <laughs> what a word is you're not and doing it, anything i'm paying you no i mean i think in our stage production of erotica i think that's right because dita can play many roles you yeah. know she's and on does. the side yeah she's on the side she shows up she's laughing in the corner she's dancing she's you know, she's playing the secretary in the words section. Is she a possible big sister to Madame X? Well, Madame X has lived many lives, so I think Madame X is... Was she Dita Parlow at another time? Well, Madame X didn't say that she was, but maybe... Oh, Dita Parlow would have wiped the floor with Madame X. She would have had so? no time. Yes, yes. They're just traveling in different circles. They're, yeah, they're di- different places. I don't think Madame X or Dita Parlow goes to Portugal very often. No, I don't think so either. Um, but do you think that if if Madame X, Dita Parlow, and Breathless Mahoney were at lunch together, oh, and Nikki Finn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, who would kill who first? <laughs> well, Nikki would be under the table in about no, no, no. Not Nikki's pretty tough. No, yeah. not yeah. I think Breathless would be would be a goner, though she was the blank. Yeah. So she's she's probably packing. Yeah. Okay. Let's all right. Let's go back. Okay. So so Nikki's scrappy. Yes. Breathless is packing. Uh huh. Madame X. Oh God! I think Madame X has poison, so she could she would she would drop and something. And Dita Parlow has the whip and 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 can and can withstand pain, long long sec- sections of pain. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think was the just waiter. I think they'd kill the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like think bring their drinks because why are we pitting woman against woman? Exactly, that is exactly <laughs> right, Kenny Finkel. <laughs> Times up. <laughs> The song was never done live. Never. Um, there are no remixes of no. it. it. It's um, another one of those treasures that we need to shine a light on. I'm happy we're doing it. It's um, truly a treasure. But it's interesting. We played this game with some mega fans, and we asked people to write in if there was going to be a um, Madonna sitting on a stool with an orchestra behind her evening of songs. Uh, what songs would you? What would your dream set list be? Where she was going to stand, sit at a sit at a stool and perform, uh, and words was on almost everybody's. I think people really want to hear it. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah, really, truly. 
And I don't know how she would do it live, but one of those interludes, maybe. I don't know. I'd want to see this as a real song. I wouldn't want a fucking interlude. Oh, till next time. Bye. Words. What?